0: The world is changing, and business trends are changing with it. But the little guy who dreams of being a successful entrepreneur still has a chance to see himself as a big deal. Former bartender, now real estate professional and small business consultant, Rico Blinman has the scoop on new business trends and practices for the up and coming. With friends and colleagues to advise you and bring the real deal in everyday business. Welcome to Quite a Big Deal podcast. Day, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Quite a Big Deal podcast. I'm your host, Rico M. Blendman. How's everybody doing? Third month of quarantine. Hope you haven't been going crazy like I have because I've been going nuts. But of course, I've been keeping busy learning how to be uh, more of a creative as well as a marketer. Um, definitely been updating my real estate business. Hooray, three new websites. So I have to give myself a pat on the back for that. And um, sorry that it's t- taking me so long to do a new episode. Uh, <laughs> I have to say, yes, I have been neglecting the podcast for a while. But that's just because, like I said, I've been doing like a lot of new things. Um, getting more involved with TikTok. If you've been following me on Instagram and as well as TikTok, been following me on my snap, you will see that I've been (laughs) putting myself out there a lot more, doing a lot more funny videos, which is going to bring me to the topic, which I'm going to discuss in a moment. But yeah, uh, just to give you a quick update, I'm back working full-time. Blessing, blessing, blessing. And going to the office a lot more uh less zoom meetings thank god for that because if i see another zoom meeting i'm gonna shoot myself but hey safety first health first right what can you really do but let's get into the topic today and the reason i picked this topic is because of all the feedback i've been getting from my TikTok and from my snaps and you know my little skits on instagram Uh, it's really, I'm going to be discussing about authenticity, authenticity over everything. Why would you say I picked this? Well, of course, I've watched hundreds of videos of how to be a better YouTuber, how to be a better influencer, how to be a better blogger. They all say the same thing. And this is something that I'm going to repeat to the future influencers, bloggers out there. Authenticity is key. Authenticity is key. And you know me, I like to start my things off with quotes. And the one quote I found is, if you are your authentic self, you have no competition. Sorry, let me repeat that. If you're your authentic self, you have no competition. Which means you don't have to fake that if you're the smartest person in the room. I'm not the smartest person in the room. But I guarantee you, I do the most research in the room. You're not the most funniest in the room. Okay, who cares? I'm corny. (laughs) Everyone knows that. I'm one of the most corniest guys in my group of friends. Most of my friends are funnier than I am, but I don't mind making a fool of myself on videos. And you know what? It's been paying off. People have been looking at me more. People see the funny side of me more. Um I used to deem myself as the serious guy all the time. You know, I thought that if I got into real estate, of course this is my first business, if I got into real estate. I have to deem myself as very serious and very knowledgeable about real estate, Uh, be very serious when I meet a client, be very serious when I explain my business. That's, excuse my language, but that's bullshit. You're just a regular person like everybody else, okay? So when you do consultations with your clients, you be your damn self. Okay, because that's what they're invested in. They're invested in you. They want to know if you understand their problem. Because like I said, as an agent or as a digital marketer, email marketer, whatever, when you go and get those prospects, they have to they have to know that you, you who's selling the service that you're selling, you understand their problem. And how the hell are they gonna understand? How the hell are they going to know if you understand your problem if you're not yourself? I mean, really think about that. You know, if I'm trying to pitch to a potential client that wants to go into the bar business, I mean, (laughs) why would I not tell him that, you know, wow, that's really crazy that you're going into the bar business, you know, I was in the bar business for like 12 years prior before becoming a real estate agent. I mean, I know the ins and outs. I know the troubles and the hurdles you have to jump through. Why would you not explain that to them? You know? um. Once again, in the real estate business, I'm also putting out there that, of course, I'm an inspiring actor. I'm actually... Training right now to be a better actor. I'm going to um, breaking into Hollywood studios. I've been doing that for about three months. No one's been no no one, no one knew I was doing that. But I'm, I've been putting it the more out there. Of course, you've seen that with my skits. But I've been getting a lot more actor friends, producers, writers, people that's not from New York that's planning on moving to New York have been inboxing me. Saying, wow, I didn't know that you were into acting also, um, but I see that you're a real estate agent as well. Well, yes. And that's been getting me a lot more clients too. It's funny, I've been going to Hell's Kitchen a lot more because they say that Hell's Kitchen is one of the best places to live, especially if you're you know into the arts, acting, music, wherever. So I've been exploring that neighborhood a lot more, getting a lot more clients because like i said i understand the struggle especially being from new york city i understand the struggle especially for up and coming actors and actresses i know how it is so i'm actually merging i had i created a platform for actors and actresses musicians to come together maybe they want to go half on a room well not a room an apartment or a new condo. Um, a lot of rappers have been coming to me about building their own studios, so I've been showing a lot more units and um, storage units. Actually, getting more, getting a lot of feedback on that as well, and it's been really great. I, I have to say it's been really great, and it's something that I'm gonna be continue. I've gone to, I'm going to continue to do. And honestly, I can't really stress it enough how important it is to be yourself. I really can't stress that enough. I mean, it's something that's still taking me a long time to do. You know, um, I'm still putting out there my fears. You know, and if you follow me, you're going to see a lot more videos where I'm explaining the fears I have. Um, especially with public speaking and whew, definitely public speaking. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast now, you see that I still get a little nervous even speaking into the mic when there's really no one here <laughs> to interrupt me and looking at me. But, you know, it is nerve-wracking. I was talking to one of my friends the other day who actually wants to start her own podcast, saying that she still has the fear of public speaking. And then the funny thing I told her, like, listen, that fear is not going to go away, especially not now. But you just got to rip the band-aid off and just do it. And expose that. I mean, expose. Tell people that, you know, I had a fear of public speaking. They'll understand it. They know. And she looked at me, and she was like, wow, I didn't even know that you had a fear. Being that she saw all my videos on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, she thought I still... I kind of conquered the fear. I was like, no, I still have fear on public speaking. That's not gonna go away until I don't know, maybe two, three years. Maybe I I don't know. I mean, I was always the shy guy. I was always the quiet guy. So I'm in new territory right now. (laughs) I'm not afraid to say that I'm in new territory right now. And but like I said, I'm getting better. I'm getting more confident. And that's with the help of other influencers out there that I've been listening to that I've been following for oh God knows how long, and they all said the same thing: authenticity over everything, and that's the best advice I have for you. please if you like my if you like my podcast, comment, leave me a voice note, let me know what else you want me to discuss if you don't like it. Tell me what you don't like about it. I welcome all the feedback. Good reviews, bad reviews, give them all to me. It just helps me get better. You know, it lets me know exactly what I need to do, what I need to improve on. So that's like, like I said, I'm going to put myself out there a lot more. You're going to be hearing a lot more from me. If you don't like what I hear, unsubscribe. And if you, if you do like what I hear, please. Also, like I said, leave me a review. I love to hear it. And I'm going to go and see if I can, you know, crash a barbecue because it is Memorial Weekend. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a blessed night and still be safe. Bye. Hey, this is Cece, the host of From the Mind of Cece podcast. And make sure you are listening to, you save, you subscribe, you favor, you do everything to quite a big deal podcast. Good night everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Blackout Plan podcast. I'm your host. Rico Blemman, you might know me from quite a big deal podcast. I just started sorry, I decided to start this new one because of it actually was actually what's going on um I don't know if you heard of the man that was killed by the policeman. His name was George Floyd. And it put a different kind of feeling in me because I was actually upset at myself that I wasn't upset enough of what happened. And that's because I'm so numb. I'm numb to the racial discrimination, the police brutality and the the nonsense of it all. Like what possesses a man to take the life of another? Like, there's something you really have to think about. What possesses that kind of aggression? To hear a man saying, I can't breathe, but you still have your knee on his neck. You hear, you actually hear the life leaving his body, but you're continuing your brutal attack. And honestly, it just, sorry, I'm just kind of really lost for words right now because there's just no sense to it. There is no sense. (laughs) it has me thinking I wish this was the 60s and the Black Panthers were still around because just from just from this situation alone I would have joined I would have definitely joined and I would have reeked Havoc. But this is America. The Black Panthers were neutralized <laughs> as J. Edgar Hoover said it. You know, J. Edgar Hoover, he was the head of the FBI for many, many years, who used illegal tactics, illegal tactics to neutralize the Black Panther Party of self defence. But, neither here or there, I guess. But I do want to share the 10-point system of the Black Panther Party. Uh, It's going to take me a few minutes. But, you know, if you're a black man, black woman, Latino, any person of color, you would definitely appreciate what they said there's ten uh number one we want freedom we want power to determine the destiny of our black community we want full employment for our people three all right that was number two (laughs) three we want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community four We want decent housing fit for the shelters of human beings. Five, we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of the decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present day society. We want all black men... Okay, this is number six. Sorry, guys. Number six, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. That was a big one for me. That's actually one of my favorites. Number seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. Number eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. Nine, we want all black people, when brought to a trial, to be tried in a court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities, as defined by the Constitution of the United States. Number 10, and this is a big one, We want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. So if you were one of those black people (laughs) that were taught that the Black Panther Party of Self-Defense were nothing but a hate group that taught hate and taught anti-white. You are sadly mistaken. They were formed to stop the oppression of black people. And if you don't believe that's true, let me ask you this. What's the slogan for the KKK? White power, white power, white power. What was the slogan for the Black Panther Party of Self-Defense? All power to the people. I'm going to say that again. All power to the people. They never said black people. They said to the people. So that's something you got to literally think about. And, you know, I definitely will be touching more on this subject, but... In the meantime, I'm going to play a little song I like just to get you guys back in the groove. And then I'm going to come back and recite one of my favorite poems from one of the all-time favorite poets. You guys stay tuned.